This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time, the Roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May 5th Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Joining us here on set is, uh, shall we dare say it, uh, a pro football Hall of Famer, one of the baddest dudes to ever play in the NFL, and... We do want to talk some old school with Mike Singletary, who is here with Gresh and Fourier, where Fourier is the Red Jacket Humanitarian Honoree of 2023. Look at that. Mike, you ever won anything like that before? (laughs) You've never won anything like that before, have you, Mike? No, I haven't. That's that's pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's it's awesome of you to be here, number one. Thanks for uh, taking the time. And look, Fourier and I, we're football guys first and foremost, right? So we were sitting at Patriots training camp last week, and Foyer plays 13 years in the NFL where they have real two-a-days like you did with oh, Mike yeah. Ditka. Oh, yeah. And now it looks like they're just running around doing whatever. Has the game changed in the right way in your eyes, Mike? Wow. That, that is the first time I've ever been asked that question. It has it changed in the right way? I, I think um, I, I would say 80-20. I, I think the game has changed in a good way. Uh, now I just think that it has to get more consistent. Mm-hmm. I, I just think that uh, even with the calls and preparation in the off season, uh, I wish guys could spend a little more time with their coaches and things like that. Uh, to me, that that's where the game kind of hurts itself when you don't have as much time as you used to with your coaches and really be able to learn the, the skill of the position. Yeah, see, I, when I think about that, I, I, I get infatuated with like the old stories of like the get off my lawn p- older players who like literally camp would start in July, <laughs> early July. And then it was like the first game wasn't until sometime in September. So you, you were just, they just did whatever they wanted to. Yes. There was no regulations there. They, they, there's no bitching. There's no complaining. And you know, when you say like, has it, has it, ha- has it, has it changed in the right way? I mean, as far as player empowerment, Maybe that's the right yes, word. Yes. That would probably be probably the twenty percent that you think is good. Yes, yes, I do. Like the, I, the players have, we have a voice. Yes, I, I think uh, that that's a great way to put it. I, I think that uh, the game itself, uh, naturally, as a coach, I, I'm going to drive you as much as I possibly can, and and may uh, the, the lines of of uh, knowledge or wisdom may get blurred from time to time. But certainly now that the players have some sort of a voice and uh, will be heard, it it makes a tremendous difference. Uh, I know that the modern player is now empowered. To me, the biggest thing that's happened in football is that you can now raise your hand and say, hey, I have a concussion. Because in your day, there was no raising their hand, was there? No, they told you if you had a concussion. (laughs) And then (laughs) that's you have one, but you can still go play. (laughs) Yes. Go ahead. We got to have this one. 
We'll sit you out next week, maybe. Do you now look back on the game and think, oh, my God, I played in the most barbaric times in the NFL. And just as a background, I got to do two years of the Mike Ditka show with Coach on ESPN Radio. So I learned – Coach would walk in every day. I'd say, Coach, what do you want to do? He goes, just team me up, kid. And then he'd hand me one of the cigars that was sealed from his restaurant, and I loved it. Those were the best-tasting cigars. But you learned real quick with Coach Ditka – was his way or the highway and it was cut and dried at that point absolutely um do you now how do you feel by the way like foyer did some jump rope on friday and his back locked up and we were busting his chops (laughs) but you played in a barbaric era of the nfl compared to what it is now how do you feel when you get up are you you know you know what i feel absolutely i feel really good is there a reason for that did you change anything to make yourself feel good as you went along or are you by the grace of god you're just fortunate by the the grace of god i i would uh that would be my number one uh but other than that i i had a really good trainer uh, that really trained me in the off season, and I think really my my secret sauce came in the off season. As soon as I was done with the Pro Bowl, when I got back home, it was maybe two weeks before I started getting back into my workouts again. And and that to me, really learning how to work out, learning what I needed to do when certain parts of my body didn't feel well, learning how to stretch, and you know little things like lactic acid and all those kinds of things, but um, I, I really was, was blessed to have a tremendous trainer. I was like two weeks after the Pro Bowl. Oof. Yeah. I'm like, man, that's quick. Yeah. <laughs> when, you, when, you look at, when you look at, like, the linebacker position today, like, we talk about it with the Patriots. They don't really – they have, uh, you know, a, a middle linebacker, but there's just – there's more hybrids. Half safety, half strong safety, half weak side linebacker, half, uh, you know, Mike linebacker, half Sam linebacker. There's really not the true, the old school true middle linebacker. It's kind of kind of gone the way of the typewriter almost. If you were playing today, do you think you'd have a, a just as big as a role as you did back when you played in the 80s? Well, obviously it would be different. And and I would be different. I would be different in terms of probably, you know, I weighed about 226 at the time well, when I when I played, and that was pretty small at the time in itself. But I, I may be even smaller than that, maybe 215 or something mm-hmm. like that, because you have to you have so much uh, pass responsibility, and uh, being able to be where you need to be, know where you need to go, and those kinds of things. Um, yeah, it, it it would be different. It would it would call for a different responsibility. You know, we had um, Dante Scarnecchia on. Uh, we have him on weekly now, offensive line coach for years for the New England, New England Patriots. And you know, we asked him like, what are the three most important aspects of alignment? Mm-hmm. And he gave, uh, got to be smart, right? You got to be tough, and you got to be athletic. I'm wondering if you feel like is that true in general with most football players, or yes. is it? But it would be in a different order for you. No, I, 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 think, uh, I think he's right. I mean, toughness is certainly, you know, one or two. And uh, you certainly have to be smart in terms of knowing what to read, know, knowing what your clues are, those kinds of things. And, um, you know, the third one, you, you, you got to be on the field. You, you got to be healthy. You, you got to have a, um, a tremendous work ethic in, in terms of your health and uh, studying film. Mike Singletary with us, of course, uh, legendary Pro Football Hall of Famer, coach in the NFL as well. You, the infamous quote from you, can't win with them, you know, that whole thing. 
getting into the mind of a player, is that harder than ever before, trying to sit with a guy, talk to him, and figure out if he really is truly ready for the grind of the NFL that you were aware of, not only as a player but as a coach? Well, I, I think a lot of players today don't really know what they don't know. And, and I think um, in football right now, really in sports, you're trying to hurry up and get to the next level. You're trying to hurry up and get to the next place. And I think uh, I, feel, I feel bad for a lot of athletes today because they're, they're not fully getting everything they need out of where they are at the high school experience, at the college experience, and then finally at the, at the NFL uh, experience. It's being able to make sure that um, you're getting all of the fundamentals that you need to learn and get. You, you need to get it as early as you can and then own it yourself. Mm-hmm. So you know, do you think that, 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 that the development is rushed? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And even in the pros, you think, because like, we were just talking about you know, how many times, like, the coaches are so, they want their draft pick to be successful, they want to be right, and the GM wants to be right, that they force the issue. They probably miss an opportunity to kind of slow play it, and, you know, the guy gets underdeveloped, and then, he, then next thing you know, he's out of the league. Yeah, well, it's, it's, it really is interesting. I, I see so many talented guys are out of the league, and for me, I, I think uh, a, a big reason is simply because they did not have the skill. You have to have skill, and when you have skill, then that gives you confidence that when something goes wrong, you can fix it yourself. But if you don't have that skill, then you, you, you're kind of out there in no man's land, and you're, you're wondering you lose that confidence really quick when guys are coming at you knocking the crap out of you. And the other interesting thing, too, is that everything comes back to fundamentals in some way. Absolutely. And if you don't have them, you don't have that kind of core set to be able to always refer back to. And I'm curious from you, uh, Mike Singletary, because you were a head coach in the NFL. There are a lot of people who are growing impatient with Bill Belichick because he hasn't turned it around on a dime and gotten back to the winning ways. And last year was a bit of a mess with who he put in as offensive coordinator. You've been in the role that Bill has been in. What is it about Bill Belichick that connects with you He's now 23 years as a head coach in the NFL just here, let alone the time in Cleveland. What is it that stands out about his run as a head coach that really connects with you? I, I would say uh, more than anything, um, to, to build Belichick's uh, success, what have you, whenever you see a great coach, you always see great players that they had. And, and so uh, – when, when you look at Bill Belichick, I think he had Tom Brady. I, I think he had, you know, some of the other players that he had on that, that, that roster, some of the, the great defensive players that he had early on until he got um, to a point where he could get that offense in, in position to, to win games or what have you. But it's, it's, it's a coach, I think, that, that's understanding the, the chemistry of what you have to have in players. And when that coach is able to – um, develop and and really support those great players that he has. Then they get they become those coaches in the locker room. And uh, today, more than any other time, leadership is is to me just tremendous uh, a tremendous asset to a to a head coach to be able to have the same message that he's speaking every day on that field. They're speaking in in the locker room. 
And if you don't have that in a locker room, I don't care how great a coach you are, it's really, really difficult um, for, for you to be successful over the long haul. So what you're saying is it takes two Oh, my God, that's, that's right. That's amazing. So it's not oh, just yeah. one. We have this <laughs> here in New England. We're, we're on they, a different planet when it comes to well, talking to the Patriots compared to <laughs> others around here. Well, what, what, it is interesting because like it, 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 they want to give uh, – most people want to attribute it to one or the other. They never want to join it. It's one or the other. Who, who has more to do with it? Who has, who is big of a, who, who's big of a problem? But if, to your point, I'm glad you said that. Any great dynasty, call it a dynasty, the, the San Francisco 49ers, Dallas, uh, you know. Um, well, the Steelers. The Steelers, sorry. The Green Steelers, Bay. Yeah. Kansas, Green yeah. Bay. Uh, yep. All those guys. You didn't have one without the other. Now, there's an exception to the rule. That yes. Gibbs is one, slightly, I would say. But other than that, it doesn't exist. Like, the two are, you know, are copacetic, right? Yes. Yes, I, I, I think you're exactly right. It's, it's being able to, to have a trust. And um, being able to go in that locker room and those players, the leaders that you have, and you're going to have one or two. When you go in that locker room, a lot of the guys are going to say, man, this stinks. This sucks. I don't This coach doesn't know what he's talking about or whatever. <laughs> and then those leaders, that's at the time that they become really, really valuable to step up and say, hey, you need to shut your mouth. You have no idea. This coach is doing it right. I've been in other places. I've seen it done. This is the way you do it right. Just close your mouth, get in line, help us win. If you have that, then you've got a chance. If you don't, then uh, the whole locker room, uh, the tougher it gets, uh, and you always have those seasons where that coach either makes it or he doesn't. And it's what happens in the locker room that really makes a difference. All right, last thing for Mike Singletary, (laughs) Pro Football Hall of Famer, former NFL head coach. Who was the one guy – that just knocked you in the next week? Is there one play? Because everybody thinks of Mike Singletary was the guy that knocked everybody out. Was there one guy over the course of your career that got you in the way that you got so many people in the league? I, I will say this. There is one player that I prepared to play for that <laughs> made me think that he could be that guy and made me work that much harder so I wasn't that guy. <laughs> And that was John Hanna. And he played for the Pats. Of course, yeah. Yeah. The guy was a freaking animal. Oh, man. He was the the most intimidating uh, (laughs) physique you've ever seen. Wow, that's amazing. Absolutely. Well, because a lot of people think of you as the guy running around and that it would be more of a bigger running back. And instead, it was one of the greatest linemen walking. Absolutely. How about about this toughest guy to tackle, toughest back to tackle? Ooh, the toughest back to tackle, that would have to go to Earl Campbell. Yeah. Walter in practice? Walter, we never went against each other. Oh, okay. So and, 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 you know, Walter and I, Walter was always. <laughs> I was like, hey. I forgot about it. That's him. what I thought, too. Yeah. I'm thinking, oh, he's going to go Walter no, in practice. No, we, we because... never. Because Walter would say, hey, uh, hey, Mikey. <laughs> hey, Mikey. <laughs> he preconditioned you. Don't kill me today type thing. You, you, you know if, if we were allowed to go, I'd have to. Put that on you, yeah. you know, the form. Because I'm sure Ditka didn't shy away from practice contact. Oh, no. Everybody was live most of the time, uh, except for Walter. Except, don't, right. Don't touch him. And he every was... now and then he got hit. <laughs> right. That was not good. Did but, you have uh... to try to tackle Fridge at some point? 
No. No, okay. No well, ISO blocking. Just a It's like, oh, no. Uh, Here well, he comes. Mike, thanks for the time today. We appreciate it. This is a great chat. A lot yeah. of people on our Twitch chat are going nuts because just talking old school football. It's yeah. great stuff. Thank you. Uh, have a great day today. We appreciate you, you being Thank here. You. The great Mike Singletary regression, Fourier from Pine Hills Country Club.